thank you for joining us on our journey of voices. The actual the theme of March is facing reality. So for you, we'd like to jump in and talk about digging deep and how you've done that throughout your story. But before we get too much into it, tell us about yourself. Who is Kelty O'Connor? So my name is Kelty O'Connor, and I'm a fitness, nutrition, lifestyle coach, and I own my own business called Kananaskis to Ocean. And my journey towards that has been about five to six years. I was in university six years ago, my first year, and I was playing college basketball, and I was taking Bachelor of Science. And my entire life, I've been an athlete. I've been a you know high achiever in terms of grades, and that was kind of my thing always. And I loved it, and I was really blessed to play university basketball, but unfortunately, I ended up blowing out my knee and in uh, my second year and that pretty much ended my basketball career i had to take a year off i had to spend a lot of time rehabbing and just reevaluating what i wanted throughout my life and i wasn't sure i felt very lost because you spend your entire life being like i am an athlete i'm um, academic but then suddenly i didn't want to go into med school i couldn't play basketball so my elevator speech in essence was gone i was like who's kelty and i sat there blank and i didn't know so I just kind of fiddled around trying to find what I wanted to do, went through a kind of dark period in my life and then uh, through rehabbing my knee I actually had to do a lot of weightlifting, which I'd done some for basketball but never really anything too specific and I, I fell in love and it was kind of like this is amazing like I can get, you know, I can still move my body and do stuff aside from sports and then through that I also discovered a passion for marketing because I'd always been so fascinated with um, uh, fitness clothing and so Nike and Lululemon and Adidas and that so I was like hey I'm going to take a Bachelor of Commerce and then move away from med school but I always knew that I wanted to help people somehow so I was like how can I tie that all together so it went through several years kind of creating what I wanted to become where I wanted I just knew I wanted to help people I loved health I loved marketing I just kind of picked and choose and made my own path throughout that and moved to Halifax and then uh, when, before moving to Halifax for about two years, I had been a personal trainer while in school. And I knew, like I loved the company I worked for, it was great mentorships, it was an amazing opportunity, but my vision and their vision was just a bit different, and not that either was wrong, it was just snowboarder versus surfer, like it was just, just a bit different. And so when I was given the opportunity to come here to St. Mary's, because my boyfriend plays on the football team, uh, I was kind of like, sink or swim, let's try this out. Like I was like, it's the first time in my life that I have a clean slate. I have no safety net, I don't have a job in Halifax, so I was like, hey, you give yourself six months and try and create a business and way to make money, and if it fails, I always knew it failed, and you know, I no longer have that guilt, but I was like, how amazing would it be to have this? Because I had safety nets in Edmonton, I could go bartend, I could be a waitress, I had personal training jobs, but it was the first time that I could really create something completely my own, and the first six months, no idea what I was doing, just kind of just researching, asking people, and finding out, and I ended up coming up with the idea of Can Access to Ocean and the community around it, and it's still in development. It's only a year and a half old, it's in infancy, but yeah, that was kind of my journey to where I am now. Um, just to kind of lay the foundation of everything that makes you who you are. Uh, where are you from, and what was the environment like growing up there? So I was from uh, Edmonton. Uh, I had a great childhood. Like I'm not gonna say like, I came over too many hurdles, but I was definitely. A perfectionist and I think it was probably my most crippling trait because I was like I had to be the best athlete, I had to be the smartest, I had to do all this and like it was almost like limited that I never wanted to try anything that was out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So throughout junior high, high school that was kind of my persona, academics, athlete 
and yeah, and then ended up going to university and kind of what I explained from there. And then that was when I kind of learned to get over that perfectionism and just like learn hard work and just consistent hard work instead of having to get it right. Just have to keep trying and trying and trying. In dealing with that transition, going from basketball and maybe putting your energy to into fitness, once you realize that you can play sports, um, could you just maybe explain what happened and how did you? pick yourself up, you know, like how did you dig deep to kind of even want to go put yourself into something else? Because I know, I mean, I know Dre's told me his story a bunch of times and it touches me every time, but to, I love football, or I just, I, you know, to think that maybe an injury would, would end it all is, it's a lot to take on, right? So how did you get yourself out of the hole? So I think like the first little while I didn't, uh, went to a dark place for a little while, um, did you know a year or so of a life I'm not proud of and did nothing and I think one day it all dawned in on me that I can like my mentality you can sink or swim and it's going to be hard work and no matter what I do either I stay where I am I'm not happy or I can just grind it out and I hate to use the term grind it out but it just comes I was like I'm going to embrace every single downfall I have and be like if this is rock bottom, I'm going to feel it, I'm going to embrace it and be like, and just understand I never want to feel this again. And so I just went and I was like, it's not going to be 100% the next day, it's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be great within a day, but I kind of was just like, I'm committing to changing everything. And then I knew what I used to have, so I knew I was capable, I knew I had a lot of energy, I'm a very energetic person, and I was like, unfortunately, all that energy is negative, so I was like, what would happen if I turned it all positive? So I kind of just embraced the negativity and the bad place I was in and then embrace the work and then I found it not as hard because I expected it to be hard work, I knew, and I was like, you just have to keep going. What was the starting stages like? I mean, so you set your mind to it, you made your mind up um, that you're going to embrace the negativity and just try to turn, shift everything around. So maybe in coming to Halifax or even starting in fitness, um, what was it like adapting to that new environment, you know, kind of starting over again? I think it was just like every day just learning something new and just trying to be better every single day and not I never actually knew and I think that was kind of a good thing and bad because I didn't really know where I wanted to come from it but then that allowed me to try so many things and I was not really scared anymore I was like okay I'll try this it's like okay that didn't work and we try this mm. and that so I knew it went from me just like not just doing cardio to like weightlifting they want me to weightlifting to be like I really like this I'm going to research more about weightlifting and then it went to, I started sharing my story on social media, just Instagram, and then people started following me and asking me questions. So I was like, oh, like, this is, people are actually interested in this. So I, I was like, I don't want to give these people bad information. So, you know, you get certified and then you research more. And then I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to get a job for this. So I was like, I'll just become a person. Actually, I worked in a gym as operation management. So it wasn't actually directly in terms of fitness, it wasn't directly helping people, but I was like, gave me more insight of the fitness industry. And then I went more hands-on personal training. And so it was just little steps, little steps until kind of created, I was like, how do I want to help people? Because I knew I wanted to help people move their body in the way they enjoy. Because when you're injured, you suddenly, you're an athlete and you go through a period where I know you went through this is that you can't run and you don't realize how simple that is to just be able to walk and run and then there's millions of people around the world that if I called them tomorrow I was like let's go hike they can't and I was like and to experience that for the first time in my life I just I knew that was kind of going to be my purpose my passion but I didn't know how and then it just cultivated over time so building from that because passion I think is the key mm -hmm. and we've talked a lot about that and, yeah. and on the show we've talked quite a bit a lot about that as well and day to day 
essentially, you know, you had to re reimage yourself and had to start over and had to find that passion while also not necessarily knowing the next step to take all the time, right? And, and, and you had to become comfortable with being uncomfortable, essentially. So what were some of the steps, or if there were any, that you took, maybe it's in a, in a morning routine, or maybe throughout the day you kind of reined yourself in, but what were some of the things that you did to just let yourself know, hey, just have to go with the flow, because sometimes you do, right? How would you, in terms of you or your routine, what's your, what's your process look like for that? I think for me it was not focusing so much on my passion but my purpose and then I'm so blessed that the two happen to go hand in hand because I don't think they always do for people and I think a big issue for me was I had too many passions and I think I was eventually like I love this and I love this and I love nature and I love fitness and I love fashion and I love like just so much and I was like but what does that all tie together like all those passions how can I cultivate that into like a greater purpose that helps people. I, like, I always knew that like I wanted to help people somehow, so it was really developing a lifestyle that like was able to cultivate that all so I could help other people. So you know, one thing for me is I've always realized that I'm really tied into nature. Um, Meditation is different for every single person. For me, I'm not a meditator. I can't do it. I can't sit still. As you probably saw my hand, constantly moving. Um, so it was just making sure I spend a certain amount of time every day in nature evaluating myself getting better. I'm a really big believer in self-development and in any way you possibly can. So self-help, self-development, audiobooks, there's books you can podcast, all that. And so devoting time every single morning to like being in nature so I can be energetic, that I can learn something new and then put that back in the world. And so, you know, I set my morning up and then how can I help someone else through that? And so just creating all those passions I had and then finding the key to create my purpose and I feel that's like my motivating factor and just making sure I'm directed towards that every day. Uh, I did want to talk about kind of personal development as you stated. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's something you're passionate about and I can imagine that you probably get a bunch of um, notes, messages from clients or people mm-hmm. around the community in the community that you're working kind of saying, you know, thank you for doing what you're doing or you're so inspiring to me. So have you ever had a moment where you received a message from someone, maybe one of your clients, and um, it helped you uh, develop to the next level, you know what I mean? So it kind of, yeah. I mean, anything, maybe you're inspiring and you didn't see it in yourself, but it allowed you to, you know, kind of get to that next level. And the biggest thing for me, and where I found has kind of like clicked for me and helped click for everyone else, is connecting their fitness journey, their health journey, to their why and like their purpose. And I feel that can be spread out to anything, and if you really want to accomplish, whether it just be financial health, physical health, the academic, anything, relationship, if you can connect it to your why and figure out your why, then you're going to stick with it and then you're going to be fulfilled, you're passionate. So through my seasonal challenges, I really like slowly work on the girls. I'm like, what do you want to like? Like, what are you hoping to accomplish? What are your core values? And so finding, so it's happened a few times and whenever I'm feeling down, I'm like, I go reflect on this and then seeing other girls find their purpose and how they can connect that to their fitness and health journey and so and just once they have that like aha moment I'm like that's what you're doing what you're doing so you're helping others have their aha moment and like I can live off that for the rest of my life. That's (laughs) awesome. Cool. So I'm thinking even you know off of the aha moments and maybe even sometimes you know before you get to reflect you know, you have to look at stuff, whether it's with a client or even with yourself, there's definitely times where you have to look at big picture and be able to appreciate, well, you know, this is where I am on my process or where I am on my journey. I'm not there yet. Or this is day one, you know, I still have 10 more days to go. Especially when you work with your clients, right? I'm sure that you've dealt with people that want those instant results 
or I used to, oh, well, I'm putting in time with you, how come my eating hasn't changed, or how come my fitness hasn't changed, why, why am I not feeling it? So what would you say to those people, or even maybe to, to a former self, to, to help you reflect, to say, oh, well, it's okay to be where I am now, yeah. but there is more to come. Well, I think in like a big theme I have with my clients and that like I feel was a very like life motto I now try to live by is that you can absolutely love where you are and still be a work in process. And so for me, I feel like ultimate happiness is that I can be so content with where I am in life, but I have so much more ambition and so much more. So it's finding that even though it's a bridge and you're pulling from both ways, it's just I think it's really beautiful to be like, you can be where you are, it's okay. You're not there yet. You'll be a bit better tomorrow as long as you put in some work today. But you don't have to be self-sabotaging. You don't have to say I'm a failure today because you're not where you ultimately want to be. So I was like, if you can create a lifestyle that you wake up every single day and you're like, I love this part of my life. I love this. Like I feel good. So good that I just want to feel more. I want to help more people do that. So I feel that's like a big theme we have with my uh, like participants and all that. I'm like, it's okay that you're not where you want to be. Like mm -hmm. no one is. I think that's a realization, and it's just living. I feel like ultimate happiness is being happy where you are, with still wanting to achieve more. Awesome. So um, I know we kind of already talked about maybe some of your biggest setbacks, but I'm not sure if you maybe the injury or anything like that was your biggest setback. So. Maybe if you want to share another one and what helped you propel, what helped propel you through that experience? Um, I think the two biggest setbacks in my life that I can really think of like that were pivotal were first of all my injury and the, that we talked about. The second was the move to Halifax. And it wasn't negative as much as it was, it was more like a blank page. It was starting over and it was just like I said the sinker swim mentality. So I didn't really know what would come of it. And so I feel that was really hard because I was given, I knew nobody out here. I just knew Trevor and I had no resources. I didn't have family, I didn't have friends, I didn't have anything. And like I had never, I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship. Like I didn't know. And then I was so scared also because I was like, you want to start a business, you want to help other people, but you know nothing. And so it was kind of finding that battle of like how, and going back to myself, I would have been like, ask more questions. It's okay that you're starting off and don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big thing. A lot of people who want to start fitness journeys, who want to start entrepreneurship, anything like that, want to start a new degree, anything. They're always like, think they have to come in knowing everything. And that was a big hurdle for me and realizing that it's okay. Because every time you ask, you're going to learn more and you're actually going to know. So the first six months here was really rough and I, I had no idea. But it was just a matter of over time being like, just keep pushing. You you don't have a backup plan, so I just had to keep pushing forward. So, um, what is your next step in terms of where you are on your journey thus far? I mean, in terms of your business and graduating, moving on to the next chapter of your life. What's the next step? So the next step is just you know, like I said, take it day by day, learn as much as possible, and just grow my community. So Can Access Potion is my baby. It's it's not going anywhere. And just I know its mission and just kind of like our entire mission has always been to build a community of people that are living a lifestyle of fitness, happiness, and purpose. And so I think once you can create that in your life, you have like ultimate confidence. That's why you feel good because you're creating something you want, you're knowledgeable, and you're just devoting time to your health and being better. And so how I can help more people do that. So in terms of, you know, whether it's retreats, clothing line that really represents our community and then growing our community through social media, app development, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of areas that it's going 
and then it's just a matter of growing until we can help as many people as possible. It's extremely exciting. I think, not to try and boil it down into yeah. one message, but you know, we're going to do our best. <laughs> so if you could have, or if you could leave with everyone watching one message that they could take away, one thing from your story, what would you hope that, that message would be? I think like the one we kind of touched on is the best that like it's okay that you're not where you want to be and I think the ultimate happiness in life is finding that perfect balance of wanting to achieve more and wanting to help more people and loving where you are because I think helping others is everyone's ultimate purpose but I think living a life and creating a life that you're completely happy with where you are and you just want to keep improving. Because I find a lot of people, you'll realize once you get that gold medal, there's still the next day. So if you can constantly live in that life of giving back and helping as many people as possible, I feel like you'll live like a fulfilled life as much as possible. I'm Kelsey O'Connor, and this is my voice. <laughs>